Welcome to the Jesse Garcia Show, your half-hour home for politics, culture, and art. We come to you every week with a new story about your world. On today's show, we welcome the multi-talented dancing sensation from season one RuPaul's Drag Race, Jay Sotomayor. She'll talk about how Drag Race has changed her life, the special sisterhood of Drag Race alumni, and how the art of drag is transforming the lives of young children who are discovering their own identities. Thank you for following The Jesse Garcia Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information about the podcast, visit jessegarciashow.com. Save the date. DC Latinx Pride is coming. Gritando Arguyo will feature four events in the first week of June. On Saturday, June 1st, from 5 to 7 p.m., DC Latinx Pride presents La Fe, featuring a faith service and a panel discussion on the Latinx LGBTQ movement and Stonewall at the Metropolitan Community Church located at 474 Ridge Street Northwest in Washington, D.C. This event is free and open to the public. On June 2nd, DC Latinx Pride brings you a Latinx LGBTQ historical tour. This free event will provide a bilingual guided history tour from 3 to 5 p.m. with participants meeting at the intersection of Columbia Road and 18th Street Northwest. On Tuesday, June 4th, DC Latinx Pride hosts La Platica, showcasing artists in our community from 5 to 9 p.m. at the Human Rights Campaign located at 1640 Rhode Island Avenue Northwest. And for the final big event, Join us Thursday, June 6th for La Fiesta, a pride dance party running from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. at the legendary DC Eagle, located at 3701 Benning Road Northeast. Pre-sale tickets are $10 on Eventbrite or $15 at the door. For more information about all these events, visit www.latinoglbthistory.org. It's been 10 years since the Emmy Award-winning reality show, RuPaul's Drag Race, made its debut on TV, showcasing the art of drag to the masses and introducing a colorful cast of performers that would launch a successful franchise. One of those original queens still tearing up the circuit is Jade Sotomayor. While on tour during this Pride season, she stopped by our legendary DC Eagle and gave us a quick peek into her world. So listen up, hunties. The original fish, Jade Sotomayor, is in the house. I want to welcome to the show the legend, the original fish, the beautiful Jade Sotomayor. Hey, guys. I'm so happy to be here, baby. Let me wish you a happy anniversary. The very first RuPaul Drag, Drag Race show debuted 10 years ago, which featured you. How does it feel to be a permanent fixture in pop culture yes, history yes, and <laughs> infusing drag into the American mainstream? Yeah, you're right. February 2nd, 2009 is when it aired. That's when the phenomenon began. And I don't think any of us had a clue. And it's just so overwhelming to know that the people have embraced our art form and have opened doors to so many other people that thought they'd never had an opportunity. I mean, being in DragCon has opened my eyes to see people seeing what we do in a normal way, you know, like, you know, normal yes. to like what you consider normal. Exactly. But I mean, I tell you, I see little kids. The children. Are in it. Yes. And what's more amazing is the parents. 
I've, I've been in my meet and greet and I've had straight fathers come up with their kids and yeah. explain to me their son's drag aesthetic. Wow. And to, it baffles me because I'm, again, from yeah. season one, I mean, this was something that was not, not heard of. Not you heard know, of. This was, you know, we had balls to do something like this. <laughs> and so see the little kids just wander and flop, like, you know, floating around and so happy with glitter and makeup all over. They're going to be so and, empowered. You know, yes. Yes. There's not going to be one defect with them. <laughs> like, I know. They're not going to be shamed. They're going to be, be, gonna be so complete. And that's so amazing. And to be part of the first nine um, pioneers yeah. on RuPaul's Drag Race, to be able to open the doors has been such a blessing. Now, did you envision being a drag artist all your life before the... Or did you think, I'm just going to do this for a couple of years, see where it goes, or, but then Drag Race came on? And you no, just decided no, no, not at all. I, um, since the day I was born, I knew uh, there was just too much in me to like control. Yeah. And I love to perform, and I love to do karate, and I love to do sports, and I love to do gymnastics. I just loved to and you do love to dance. everything. I, I mean, my first career I wanted as a child was to be a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to climb the walls, hmm. you know. Um, but luckily, RuPaul's Drag Race gave me a platform where I was able to express myself in any way possible that I chose to and be embraced. Was your family supportive? Well, the thing is that, um, honestly, with the whole coming out, I came out at 19 after I graduated from high school. My immediate family, my mother, my sister, my, my, my other siblings were the ones that were my big support. My stepmother was one. My dad was always okay as long as I was safe. We okay. never spoke about what I really did until I knew I got on RuPaul's Drag Race. And that's when I like sat him down. I was like, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going on. And, and like, what did your family think about when they saw you on well, national television? Well, I didn't give three shits about what my family thought. <laughs> I thought more of the people who care for him, which yeah. what father was one of them. Uh -huh. But he was such a jock, you know, and he was a yeah. captain of the football team, Covent Park High School, yeah. all that. But I was shocked when he said, well, haven't you been saying that you want to be on TV since you were a kid? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, okay, well, then there you go. Fantastic. I support you. Now, did you think it was going to be this big thing? Because you were the initial no, one. No, I didn't even know what logo was. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't know. I, I knew RuPaul because my mom was a fan mm -hmm. when she had the 90s show on the VH1. Mm -hmm. And then everybody knows Supermodel of the World of song. Of course, yeah. So okay. it was very that. I think a lot of the new kids are fans of RuPaul from RuPaul Drag Race. Yes. But when I entered, I knew RuPaul was already an icon. Was an you know, icon. doing um, duets with um, Diana Ross. You know, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah, like, exactly. It was, you know, and, and sad. And I think she could probably understand a little bit of the season one kind of curse that they yes. kind of put out there. Yeah. Of um, <laughs> doing so many great things, but still kind of being overshadowed by other mm -hmm. things. Yeah. But in the main point of view of everything, it's being open and people are understanding. All that, you know, dumb, ignorant yeah. stereotypes are starting to like demolish. And that's that's one of the biggest attributes that I can say of being one of the pioneers. You recently tweeted, I'm a dancer, an actor, a drag queen. I am Latino, gay and proud. That was a beautiful statement, especially in times like this where being brown and gay are not appreciated and in fact our rights are being targeted by government um what motivated you to tweet that well, you know, honestly it sounds like it's very empowering but it was a very 
emotional, very true statement. And I felt that I'm in the time of day that I can state that and have people support me. I don't have to hide or feel that I have to be brave to say what I want to feel. And in my place, in my time right now, and what I'm doing, that's what I'm doing. And I'm very fucking proud of that. Excuse my language. But <laughs> the fact that I can say that and have people support me. And then that be visual for all these young kids. Yeah. And see it like, yes, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like that's the shit. Like, yes, I can be me. You live only one life and only one person lives it for you and it's yourself. So live it, be good, have fun, enjoy it. You know? You're a very busy person. You're in the middle of Pride season. So you're all you're like traveling, being booked left and right. Do you get to go back home to Puerto Rico where your family's from? Unfortunately, I was supposed to get booked after the hurricane happened. Yeah. But um, the construction and everything wasn't yeah. fixed at the time. So I haven't seen my mom, but my mom is out there. And she's a she's trooper. A, she is a trooper. That did is she, Mama Kay. Did she get any damage to her home? Oh, my, there was a lot. The whole island, baby. That was like, like, well, you but know, her specific home. Uh, well, she, yeah. Like, I mean, I yeah. honestly, I had to do a GoFundMe. Oh, for good. to get the raise of funds, I lost contact from her the first couple of days. Yeah, and guess what? From my chosen family, my Rue girls. Yes. Um, Asset Betty, Gia Gunn, and um, bless her soul, um, Alaska. Yeah. Were the first wow. three sisters to donate the amount of money I needed to get her her generator, to get her everything that she was needed. Beautiful. Yes, the, but that's what's family. That's it. You know, you guys kind of confuse. TV with actual connections and relationships that we build with people. Yeah. And these girls, um, I never filmed with any of them, but yeah. we've experienced the same thing and we're there doing the same thing, showing the world that it is okay to be who you are and to have them as my chosen family to take care of my mother that was and beautiful. In, in a time like that. It was amazing. So I'm just, I, I feel very blessed. And I, I, I think all of us in the LGBT community are very blessed right now in this time because it's, we're, we're getting the work done. All the hard work is finally being paid off. Do you see drag getting bigger and beautiful? I mean, you have drag artists that are, there's a Brazilian pop star. I mean, that's like a trick question. How are you going to say of drag getting bigger? It's, drag it's, is, it's the big. bigger the better. The bigger you the know? better. Texas I mean, is always in competition with drag. <laughs> Honey, but where did they get it from? Yeah. The drags. The drags. Yeah. So, so it's like it's like getting like it, they're taking over. It's just amazing. And it's also becoming a political not taking over, just opening eyes and opening eyes. And, 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 and educating people that there's enough yes. room for everybody. You know, I have my things. I mean I'm probably gonna get a lot of people to get mad at me. I'm not big on labeling because I feel that, mm -hmm. you know, you have your one life to live. And if you decide that you want to change your mind in any aspect of anything, yes. you have the right to. And you shouldn't feel ashamed. Yes. So there's a little thing that I'm feeling because of delivering. I know we had a fight a lot of years, mm -hmm. but we're not going to fight the battle doing the same wrong things that they did to us. Yeah. No, we're here to educate and teach people that we're all unique. So that means each and every one of us is our own person. I don't need a letter. I don't need a, a label. I don't need anything. I need to just be accepted for who I choose to be. I was going to ask you, what are upcoming projects for you coming? There's like, a uh, lot. There's a lot going on. I, I mean, I've been blessed to 
work. Um, I just um, my episode aired on Proven Innocent on Fox, mm-hmm. which means I'm finally psych eligible. So I'm like moving out of the reality All TV, right. getting in the like you know big girl pants. Yes, but no, honestly, it's amazing that at the time that I started, there was no agency. They didn't know how to represent me. They didn't know how to find me work, and now we're doing it on our own. RuPaul and all of my sisters are making this shit happen. You know, magic yeah. is happening. We're opening doors, and and it's about damn time. Yes, you know. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. If fans want to follow you, you have Jade Sotomayor on Instagram, Twitter. Well, my Instagram is Jade Sotomayor. My Facebook is David Jade Sotomayor, mm-hmm. and then my Twitter is Sotomayor Jade. Oh, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, because, you know, I was, you know, I mean, I was season one, honey. Yeah. There was a lot of people using our names, and then I was confused. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it, and then they were hacking my email, but, yeah. no, it's all there. We're, we're there. We're good. I got what we got to do. I'm learning, guys. <laughs> Just like we're all learning, we learn, too. Thank you for being a trailblazer. Thank seriously. you, and thank you for opening the doors for other people to hear these stories and you waited so patiently to interview <laughs> me i mean we tried everything upstairs downstairs it was a very nice right spot yes right by the entrance yeah excuse the beep <laughs> of the entrance but you know yeah. we still we'll make do. We do it yeah but thank you so much for just being there and a supporter i mean you are a fighter just as much as one of us are thank you so much Jerry. thank you so much and all of you guys you have a pleasant year and a life remember your choice is yours and be happy.